Welcome to the Entertainment Rants Podcast, your number one source for all things entertainment. Join host Marco Mazzola and his fellow ranters as they sound off on the latest movies, TV, and the world of entertainment. Now, here are your ranters for the hour, Marco, Mila, Larry, and Bruno. And welcome to the Tim Rants Podcast. I am as always your host, Marco Mazzola, and I have with me Amy. Hi. And Billy. Hello. And we just got done seeing Elvis at the North Shore Music Theater in Beverly, Mass. Elvis, a musical revolution. Unbelievable. Amy, tell them when it's playing. So Elvis is playing from November 1st through 7th. November 12th. Okay. Through November 12th. Oh, November 12th. Okay. I'm going to throw the program now. Okay. Well, there we go. There October 31st through November 12th. All right. Give us some background on the players. What background are you, are you looking for, Dan? Who played who? So, uh, the show centers around Dan Barry, who plays Elvis, who is just uh, incredible. I mean, the mannerisms, the the voice, the lip curl, the whole nine. The wiggling, um, the hand gestures. Oh, my gosh. And David Coffey, who many, many, many of us will know, who is always Scrooge in A Christmas Carol, plays Colonel Tom Parker, yeah. who you love to hate him. Yes. You love to hate him. What a jerk. So start us what a off jerk. what you think of the show. What I thought it was incredible. I enjoyed, um, I particularly, because Dan Barry was so adept at being Elvis, it drew me in right away, or at least the version of Elvis that I am used to seeing. There were lots of things in the show that I didn't know, but um, I really enjoyed it. Billy, how about you? So I know the story of Elvis really well, since it's kind of my era. I was born in 54, and I loved it. I gotta say, you know, before I tell you what I thought of the play, North Shore Music Theater is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> what a great theater. Yes, I, I mean, absolutely. what a great venue to see a play. If you haven't seen a play in a long time and you wanna see it in a, in a really good spot, in a great place that does a great production, North Shore Music Theater is the place to go. The play was awesome. I It never fails to it impress me how they can take material and make it into something work in a play-like play setting. I mean, I've seen, I know the story. I've seen the movie. Um, I didn't know what to expect with this, but it, it hit all the bell notes that I know and love and remember about Elvis, and it just did. It, it brought me back to some moments in my life that, you know, that that's what kind of these things do. They bring you back. And it brought me back and made me feel good. And um, I, I love the fact that they were able to touch upon Elvis's um, religious background, how, how religious he was as a person, and how it always, it always um, stayed with him his whole life. Uh, I love the fact that it, it really emphasized um, how much he loved his mother, mm -hmm. and how much of you know how deeply it, it impressed you know she impressed his life. Um, I, I just uh, I I gotta say I I thought they did a wonderful wonderful job. Great play, great uh -huh. play. Absolutely, Marco. What about you? So. Obviously, I've been an Elvis fan forever. Not everybody knows that, but um, you know, it's just—it's one of those productions that it hits it out of the park for me, and I just 
never fails to amaze me. Like, I, I get into these modes after I see these shows here. And, you know, when it came to Carol King, I wanted to listen to music. When it came to Jimmy Buffett, I wanted to listen to music. Now I want to go back and listen to Elvis' catalog. The show makes me want to go back and spend some time with Elvis. You know, and that because that's what it does, right? It's two and a half hours of spending time with Elvis and getting to know some parts that you didn't necessarily know to begin with, right? Yes. There you go. I am always surprised too at how much, how many of the songs that I know, um, like even, you know, when we come, like I figured I would know most of them, but I knew even more than I thought. Like I could sing along with almost every single thing in the show. Um, I have to say though, the scene, so th this play was loaded on many levels. The relationship with his mother, Billy, yep. that scene where the mother dies, oh, oh my Janice. God. Oh my God. And, and they hit it right at the end of oh Act God. One. Like they leave you with his mother's death at the act end of. How dare they? That was uh, just uh -huh. uh, that was crucial, and it was yeah. cruel almost in a good way to leave you there at the death of his mother. You're like, oh Jesus, that's what we're getting. It was intense. That was intense. So one thing that I loved about his performance as Elvis was the intense moments mm -hmm. that got you. Like he was an intense actor. Um, just, you know, the, the scenes with his mother, obviously, and then with Lisa Marie, you know what I mean? When he, oh, yeah. When he's crying with the baby, when he's crying and he's, you know, he's starting to sing, you know, Love Me Tender, right? Was that the, the, the song? No. Which one? Falling in Love With You. Falling in Love With Thank You. Thank you. Thank you. That's the, yeah, I got to go back and listen to the album. Like, yes, we did. Sorry about that. So, yeah, that, that was intense. I mean, that that's the one I started crying at. Even though the mother thing touched me, um, that one I started to, I definitely started to lose it at. So that was intense. The, no. The funeral scene with the mother, and then the little Elvis comes out, and that was it. That was it. We have a three-year-old. I was done. Yeah. There was no returning for me in that moment, because thinking about my son as a grown-up missing me is one thing. I'm thinking, oh my God, I can't even, I, I don't even know if I can talk about it. It was beautifully, beautifully done. You could feel the chemistry between him and the actress who played his mother. I think it felt very intense, both with little Elvis and grown-up Elvis. And I was actually surprised at how much of a role little Elvis had, how you know, prevalent he was throughout the show, which I thought was awesome. It was such a nice juxtaposition of like who he was and where he came from yeah. and then what he was becoming and how that was always a part of him. So I really, I enjoyed that. I think the, the thing that Elvis's life always, it was important to me was he was always connected to black music and black people. Um, you know, he, he was a poor poor boy in Memphis, Tennessee, and he lived in a poor neighborhood, and, and he was always connected to that music, both spiritually and rhythmically. You know, he, he, he was connected in, in with the blues, and he never lost that, you know, that, and he was able to translate that, which was what catapulted him to fame, was people kept thinking, you know, yep. this is a, a, a white man singing black music, and, and they didn't get it, you know, and, and it was, uh, it was crazy. I mean, I remember Ed Sullivan, that you know, there was a furor over him only being shown from the waist up. Yep. Pe people were pissed off about that, you know, <laughs> like, it was like, yeah, yeah, it was just, it was, I, I, I they were able to connect the dots there. You know, they were able to connect those dots for me, and that that made this it more real. The the whole play. You know, I really, I really, I, I really think they did a good job with the. I think the writers did a great job. You know, bringing the whole story um, 
definitely it was it was more poignant. Mm-hmm. I liked that, like, I feel like there's been so much about his relationship with Priscilla yep. and Lisa Marie, and I liked that that didn't feature, I mean, it was there, right? You can't have that story without her being there, because she's yep. such a big part of it. But it wasn't like, it didn't dominate. It was much more about him, and I think that that was, I, I liked that. I feel like I've heard a lot about them, I've seen a lot, I've read a lot about them. You know, I don't know what else there is to know. Probably lots, but it was nice to see it just from him and his perspective. The one, the one part of the movie, uh, of the play that I was trying to figure out where they were going with it was when it was during his film career, and he and the three studio guys that he started with, yep. Scotty Moore and, and Ron, um, he he was not even using their their real names, and he was being brutal to them. Yes. You know, he's treating them like hired help that they were, but they were also lifelong friends and. Well, yeah. You know, and, and he was he was mistreating them. And mm-hmm. I think I, I was trying to kind of figure out where they were going with it because in the 68, where they ended with the play at the 68 TV special, yeah. they, they were actually all on stage playing with him, you know. I mean, they were playing some of the stuff that they played when they first met him, you know. like And, and so I, I was trying, you know, it was kind of a, it was kind of a, I, for me, it was it, it struck me odd that that was featured for well, such a length of time, mm-hmm. you know, in the play. I, yeah. I, I, I still am trying to come to grips with it. No, and, you know, there was a lot of, like, like snorting like that. And I oh, thought, yeah, like, the drugs. you know, with the drugs. And I thought, like, well, is this, are they trying to go down that road? Like, show the evolution of the drugs? Or, like, this is where it came in? But not really. Yeah. You know, it didn't really. It. Yeah. Mean, what he was saying musically was, you know, is incredibly sound. So, yeah. He, he he was not he was on top of his of his game you know um, he was being thrown as some god awful stuff you know by Colonel Parker that he you know despised and abhorred but he was just about the money and feeding the machine and and so he was doing what he was told to do but I don't know I mean that just was one part where maybe he was just having a bad day I I don't know I mean like I, I, it. it I never thought of him that way as being yeah. cruel, you know, like because yeah. he was being cruel and oh, undoubtedly, know. right? Like and really, he was un- cruel. We all can be cruel. A hundred percent. But but I I I I don't know. Maybe because I've elevated him to another stature, I I chose. I I've never thought of him that way, you know. Well, I mean, I think it's you know it's always hard to see someone you admire, yeah. you know, see who they really are, right? And yeah. I think there's a lot of like we were talking about. There's a lot of weird stuff about Elvis that we don't need to go into because I yeah. think that's not the point of no. this. But like, I, you know, I don't know, like, is it, you know, a lot of people when they get to that sort of like zenith place in their career and they think that they can do no wrong and they're not willing to listen to other people, like, is that what they were trying to show? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure maybe he was really cruel like that or he just, you know, he wanted things done the way he wanted it. But also like, these are the guys who brought you, like you wouldn't be here without them. Yes, you can sing, but you needed music. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a good, it's interesting, Billy. Yeah, I, I think there is that, that what they were trying to show was the multiple aspects of him in a play, right? They only went to 68, which I'm happy about. They didn't go into his death and when he really started to lose it, you know what I mean, with the drugs and everything like that. Yeah, the Vegas years, exactly. So, you know, I'm glad they didn't show that because, like you said, we've seen that a million times. There's been, you know, st- specials and documentaries and, you know what I mean, this, this had too much energy for that. And there was enough intense scenes, like when he was yelling at his guy 
guys. I think that's just, you know, like you said, with the with the drugs and he's snorting. I think it's just trying to, like, they're hinting at it without beating you over the head about it, but just letting you know that that stuff did happen. You know what I mean? Like, we had a brief thing about Martin Luther King Jr. obviously getting shot. Like, it's trying to hit on points in his life and things that did happen without beating you over the head about it. You know what I mean? I think when you get to that level of fame and, you know, he was the king, so everybody around him was just kissing his ass left, right, and center, and they were all yes men around him, and that really trips a person up. So when somebody has something negative to say, it's you can't almost handle it at that point. You know what I mean? It's really hard, and being on the drugs, it's like, who do you think you are to challenge me? I'm the king. Do you realize who you're talking to? But that person has to realize how they got there. You know what I mean? So that that was one thing I actually appreciated about it, was showing even though that scene was super, super intense. Uh, and the other thing I liked was the young Elvis being intertwined you know, hardcore throughout the show. You know what I mean? Being able to see him struggling with like his inner demons, his self, you know what I mean? And remembering his mother and trying to do the right thing when you know her voice was always in his head young Elvis was always in his head you know trying to guide him even when you know the shit was bad you know what I mean I thought the way they played it after King's death with um, him you know showing him there with those guys learning to play the blues like that really to me drove home how important all of that was to him and the relationship to that and how much that must have affected him that way more killer song was actually in the special was it, was, it? yeah that they he played that song the first song um that's all uh, that's uh, what was the song uh, that's all, not that's all right mama that was the first song he he recorded yeah. um what was the song they were playing there but anyway he, that song that the kid was playing with the with, with the blues with those oh, gentlemen yeah, yeah that's just, that was actually in the in the 68 special that's amazing yeah, yeah. I thought it was just a random song that's no, so cool no, to no. know he gets up he, he's in all leather comes out with the a big Gibson 335 and he starts hammering away and the band picks up and follows with them but he sang that song and it was a really good it was really good because he was in great shape prime of his career prime of his life and and just uh he was well and he knew it he knew it too yeah. i mean that was the thing about um elvis he always had swagger you yeah. know and he, he knew how to take it. Well, I'll tell you what. You got a mama who loves you that much, who tells you how wonderful you are day in and day out. You're going to have swagger. Yeah. And that sometimes that's half the battle, right? If you believe in yourself that deeply, like the rest, you know. I mean, not that he didn't have talent, not that he wasn't good at what he did, but I also think that, like, natural self-confidence that you have when you have a person like that who believes in you, you can't match it. Hey, um, I got to just say... I know we're talking about the El the play Elvis, but I also want to say I'm really excited about next year's lineup oh at, at the North Shore. Yes. I mean, some of these plays, I can't wait to see Fiddler on the Roof as one of my favorite stories. Love Fiddler. Yeah, Fiddler on the Roof. Tootsie, that should be something. I'm really excited and, and really curious to find out what this family play is they're talking about yeah, that we're we, keeping a secret until next too. year. I want to find out what that is. Um, Titanic. Yeah. Uh, what, what else? the one with Johnny Cash? Oh yeah, the, the four of them musicians. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't think of what it's called. I can look though. Um, but that one sounds. That's really not, that looks really interesting. Yes, uh, million dollar quartet. Yeah. Million dollar quartet. That is so. I've seen. I haven't seen the Elvis movie, but I've seen the Johnny Cash movie, and there were lots of things 
similarities like things that reminded me of I don't know I mean and who knows how truthful anything is but like there were lots of things that reminded me like growing up with the gospel singing and the church and all of those pieces I don't know it, it made me think about that a lot and then they're doing this thing with Johnny Cash last year what was the thing like when he's doing the thing with his arm and he looks like he's having a seizure like that's just that's is he just keeping a, the beat like what is he doing no that's just a mannerism that's just a Elvis you know that's one of his mannerisms where you know he, he's like tinkering on the piano you know but he's he's just he's doing his thing you know he's have that's his that's his thing you know it's just a swagger Swagger. yeah that's when he gets into it yeah, it seemed like that. Like that's the way, you know, when he was at the uh, the churches, right, with the the Bible church and stuff like that. When they're starting to go and they get the tambourines, oh, he's kind of yeah. picking up on how they kind of oh, do their sermons and get yeah. into it. I, it's almost like you know, quote unquote, the Lord is coming through him and spirit. coming out. The spirits yeah, the coming spirit, through him yeah. and shaking out his hands because he's shaking the music out. You know what I mean? He's got to get it's so pent up inside of him. He's literally got to shake it out. So I did not connect that till this very moment. So thank you, thank you, dear. That was a great illustration. Yes, I can see. I can see little Elvis too, like twitching up there. Like yes, I can see it. Like the spirit overcame him. So that was yes. That was also I don't know. Every like to me, he Dan Barry embodied Elvis. I thought he did such a great job. So I have. I'm a big record collector. Yep. I have thousands of records, and one of my finest records I own is a an actual there were there was a time when they made some albums with like a photograph on the album mm -hmm. and I have a double album of Elvis uh, with him you know it's uh, it's a different picture of him on each side uh, like of the record itself the record itself oh, yeah wow. yeah and, and so they make record they make frames for records and I actually it's the only record I have framed is a is a record of him and I have it hanging in my uh, my, my my workshop where I fix uh, guitars and stuff um, and uh, because he is the king you know he yeah. is the king so I pay him reverence every day I go into the shop can you see both sides uh, not well you can but I, I've got it hanging on the wall so yeah, you can only so see one yeah. I mean yeah I was wondering like how that was gonna work yeah. you can't really That's hang it from I, the ceiling I, I, I was actually you know when records went went out of out of fashion I was at a record store that was having a closing its door sale and I was I went in and I saw it and it was like it was like 12 bucks you know and it's not something I've ever played because I don't, yeah. I don't want to ruin it and uh, but I but I have it I, I consider it one of my prized possessions uh, it only means something to me, you know, but I really like it. It's important. It means something to you. Surprised to find out how much it's actually worth now. <laughs> I mean, records have, for a long time, were coming back in a big, bad way. Yeah. And they're expensive. They're expensive, yeah. Purists are like records on the way to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, they're really, they, they sound better than CDs, no question. If you take care of them, they can be, you know. If you don't, then they don't. And, and uh, anyways, I don't want to digress into records, but I... I I do have that record and I'm really proud of it and I put it out there because I pay reverence to the king every day I go into the shop. <laughs> chat about the costuming. I like always like chatting about the costume stuff. What do you, what did you guys what are your thoughts? Oh god, the dance the dance coast costumes were great and yeah. I I thought they really captured the the errors, the different errors of, of dancing as well with the fifties and the the sixties and the seventies. I thought they did a really good job with that. The, you know, the, the, but they always do at the North Shore. They always seem to. Re, I mean, they have such great crews there. You know, I mean, the lighting was excellent, the staging was excellent, the 
the, the I love the fact I just love being a part of it where you you know the actors and actresses come down in uh, the aisles you know into the stage and I love being a part of that I love watching that I love feeling that you know there's something really like intimate about theater in the round exactly. it pulls you in in a very different way even if you're sitting far back like it really um, I loved the peacock windows I don't know is that a Graceland thing yeah is that like it must be right yeah, like yeah. that I'm the only person in the world that doesn't know yeah. but I was like those are awesome <laughs> Yeah. Intense. Yeah, it's it's always. I mean, the sets obviously there are incredible. They're minimalist sets. You definitely see the difference in where you're going to. It's very clear where you are. I like the um, the lighting, like the, sort of like the glass windows all around the place. You know what I mean? Like the different, like the neon lighting and different effects to them. And then they would shine up what year it's on. And you know, I, I liked how they got around like the pink Cadillac. Like they didn't try to drag out a pink Cadillac on stage. It's shined it up on the window thing I thought that was very inventive a great way to do that again with the you know with the space that they have to work with um, so always you know always a fun time to watch and how they get around certain things and the stage is circling one way and yeah I really appreciate it although that. we have seen them bring a car on stage we did we did, we did. have a car have a car but <laughs> but you know pink Cadillac I don't think that I, was too it, never mind I, I just want to speak to the power of Elvis I have an 11 year old nephew who recently decided that he wanted to become a singer and an actor and learn guitar. And he proudly learned um, That's All Right Mama and sang it in front of his entire middle school um, and did the whole thing with his hair back and, you know, the dance and the whole thing. And, and you know, it, it's, it's, you know, 11 years old this year, you know, he's still... Elvis is still carrying power with some some people. He still inspires people, you know. I mean, he's still got a tr he's still a tremendous talent. If you leave everything else out, I mean, I his mean, talent is unparalleled. Ninety percent of his movies were horrible sure. and, and fluff, but there were there were some good, like King Creole and Jailhouse Rock. Um, they were good. Those were real solid movies, you know, real good vehicles. He had potential, you know, if if, uh, if, if, if he had gone another direction, it could have been really good for him. Well, I think if he had been managed differently, too, like Parker, yeah, you know, take, Parker's a... Came along to keep the, like you said, to feed the machine. Yeah. Well, everything. And Parker's a shyster, and who knows how much, like, a cut he took and everyone else took and, you know, yeah. all of those things. Or he was trying to sell those buttons to the girl for a dollar. Uh -huh. I mean, that's, that was his gig. He did all that kind of junk. Yeah. It's, I mean, I think, so when I said he's a tremendous talent, I was thinking of his singing, not necessarily of his acting, because I don't think I could name a movie that he was in, other than Jailhouse Rock, but right. they're not, I don't know that I've ever seen one, no. honestly. For those, for those who have seen it, the famous Eddie Murphy line, they just, they just made him sing all his dialogue. You ever hear that one, Billy? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, let him sing all his dialogue. Is that part of Eddie Murphy Raw? No, no. It was one of the early ones, like Comedian or Delirious. And like, yeah. Elvis, we got to win this race. We got to win this race. <laughs> Elvis, want some lemonade? <laughs> lemonade. That cool, refreshing drink. God. <laughs> it's easy to let him sing everything. Well. I can't act. <laughs> well, because that was his talent, right? And, you know, I mean, but that, you know, Parker says it, right? This has gone on too long. The machine is too big. You have to do what I say or else. Yeah. Did he, when did he kick Parker to the curb? Never did. He never did? He was no. always around? Yeah, he was always around. He just took more yeah, control? Yeah, he was. He was there until the end. Yeah, end. until the end. After then, still yeah. trying to, like, you know. Yeah, he never kicked him to the curb. I mean, even, even afterwards, he was still had his hand in the till. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Parker was a shady character. He was a shady, shady man. 
but he did make him famous. You know? Yes, he did. You know? Yeah, I mean, he delivered on the promises, especially the beginning, like getting him on, you know, to the be getting on you know on television and everything like that he did did do what he said he was gonna do he just obviously kept going once the money started rolling in you know what i mean what are you gonna do kick the meal ticket to the curb you know what i mean you're gonna keep you like say you're gonna keep that machine going whenever i hear those figures like you know for whatever forty five thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars i wonder my head's always like well what would that be if we adjusted for inflation uh where's bruno Damn it, Bruno's our numbers guy. Well, but that's it. Like, I just always, but you know, $50,000 $50, is a ton of money then. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, probably like a couple million now. It's, yeah. it's, and to think like, even then, $50,000, like for what Elvis made and generated, my God. I know. It, it was but a put deal. It this way, Parker was probably stealing millions and, right. and never, never got called out or ca- uh, caught on it. Um, and because he kept feeding Elvis whatever he wanted. Elvis was a Cadillac guy. He bought everybody a Cadillac. I mean, he would he had a fleet of 100 Cadillacs for everybody in the troop, you know. I mean, he was a Cadillac guy. He loved caddies. <laughs> you know? He had a plane, <laughs> you know. He was... And a chimp. And a chimp. And a chimpanzee. And, I mean, he, he really was... He was not wanting, Yeah. you know. No. Which is when accounting starts to come in, when you start looking for money yes. and you can't find it. Yes, you know? which is when you need to. But Parker make sure was you always smart it. enough to make sure he had just enough to wet his till, you know. Yep. To do what he needed to yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was. I don't know. It was. It was an amazing show. It I have was. To say. It was a great night. Yeah. yeah, that was an amazing night. I mean, definitely. Again, something I would definitely go back and see. Again, if we could, uh, it's definitely worth a second watch. As intense as it was, it was definitely worth a second watch. So, um, we want to give it a, a rating overall. Sometimes we like to do with some ratings on the show. Out of five, you can use uh, quarters. What do you think as far as a play goes? Me. We'll start with Amy. We're gonna start with me. Starting with you. Okay, five. I loved it. A five. All right. I think it's one of the first fives on the show. Billy. Uh, I'm going to say I'm the first five. Yeah. Billy's the first five. <laughs> Billy's the first one. Five. I loved it. Yeah. I don't, I'm not into quarters and decimal points and no, forget You just even numbers? Yeah. It's a rookie score. Numbers. Rookie score. I'd go back every week until it's over. I love that show. It was good. That yeah, was intense. I, I definitely say I'm going to go give it a five as well. I mean, they've all been fives right in their own rights. Every single one of them. They really have. Really? Yeah. I, so my favorite one this season, if I had to pick one, is The Sound of Music. Oh, I just, I cried you know, oh my God, yes, me too. <laughs> like this, The Sound of Music was my favorite, but, but that being said, that's a six if these are fives. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. that was, I mean, it, it was. Yeah, Christmas Carol's got to be a six. Oh. So, yeah. Christmas Carol is always a six. <laughs> it was David. Yeah. great to see David Coffey in a different role, mm-hmm. right? He was, he was, he was really yeah. good. So Colonel Parker, he really was. And then we get to see him again. And when does uh, Christmas Carol start? I know that one's uh, soon, right? Thursday, December 7th. And it runs through the 23rd of December. Yeah, definitely start getting your tickets uh, for Elvis, nsmt.org. And then, you know, pre-order for uh, Christmas Carol if you can as well. Because that, that one's a favorite every year. We're, the whole troop's stringing out for that one. We've talked about that before on the podcast. Everyone, everyone, all of our group is coming out for that one. And we're going to get Mike on our show today on the Saturday afterwards. So we're going to go see it on a Friday and record on a Saturday. Saturday, so and I know yeah. Billy already mentioned it, but next season just looks incredible. So if you're subscribing, if you're you know, I, I would I would absolutely do it. Fiddlers, I love Fiddler. Yeah. I love 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 Fiddler. I'm excited about this blockbuster show too. I'm interested what that'll be. I know. Any, any predictions? Any predictions? I, I can't I even predict. like. Okay, fine. 
I really? I, mm. I, I, I trying in my head. I was like, what's it going to be? You know, and I, I, I couldn't. I, I, I have no idea. When I think of a family musical, I think of The Sound of Music, but it can't be it. No, it can't be that. Mm. No, it can't be that. I don't think they would, you know, keep it secret like this. Well, I know, but I'm just trying to think of this. The secret, the secret show is it's killing me. It's a family me. show. And it's a family show. When is it? It's January 2024. Is when they say they can release the, yeah. the tell you when it is. So look look forward to that as well. But uh, yeah, it's an amazing Elvis the musical, right? Yeah. Let's, okay. let's see. Yeah, a musical, a musical revolution. revolution. I love it. NSMT.org. Go see it, everybody. I mean, just a, a blockbuster show uh, filled with incredible music. A great story. Like I said at the beginning, I, I did didn't see this story coming and you know it's always interesting which parts of their life they're going to highlight you know what I mean I appreciate again I appreciate the fact that they didn't go through the end years you know what I mean the the, the, the bad years if you will uh, but they sprinkle a lot in there to kind of give you although they ended with the jumpsuit they ended with the jumpsuit spoiler alert the end that's during the the, the call right that's during the applause and the curtain yeah that during the curtain calls what was taking him so long to get up there and then of course he comes yeah. out in the white jumpsuit no, I, I saw that coming I, I I'm not trying to be a jackass but I saw that coming because he was taking so long yeah to get them like he's doing a change he's obviously changing clothes that's what's taking him so long so it's got to be put on that white suit in the cape which is not quick and everybody no. knows everybody can think like when I say the jumpsuit everybody can picture that in there I have the rhinestones and all the other it's bedazzled the to hell yeah the cape yeah, yes absolutely. it is it is well, that was super cool and then he had the, the young Elvis up there with him and they were doing it together and dancing together yeah that was super cool I think that you know those two seemed like they had a lot of chemistry and worked well together yeah. so that was super cool there's too two young Elvises there's one who's doing the um, matinees I think and one who's doing the evenings sure child labor laws and all that they can't have that kid working 24-7 and you gotta have you know they gotta double it up but there yes but there were t yeah there are two because you know Exactly. Child labor laws, also school. School, things like that. Yeah, absolutely. So they get them to split up. So, all right, Billy, any final words before we get out of here? Gift that keeps on giving, North Shore Music Theater. Go see it, Amy. Yep. North Shore Music Theater, the jewel of the North Shore to uh <laughs> according to, to, to our faithful listeners. Yep. To quote Billy, we know, we know that is, yeah, absolutely. Again, thank you to the North Shore uh, for providing such an amazing show. A great night of family entertainment. Although more uh, language than I thought there might be for a show, but you know what? I'm okay with that. I, mean, I kept it real for me. It kept it real. What did you I like think to, you were gonna say? I don't know. Sometimes you never know with a show like that. It's gonna be kids in the audience and how parents can feel about it but I don't know it, it, it happened a bunch and I don't think anybody seemed really perturbed by it you know which was really good but just after me it kept it real okay that's all I'm going to say it's time for the grown folks there it is all right everybody thank you for listening thanks again Amy great to be here thanks Billy Thank you. I enjoyed it. All right, everybody. We are Entertainment Rants at EntertainmentRants.com. Check us out online and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out our YouTube channel and all of our social media at Entertainment Rants. All right. We're going to go. Everybody do. Everybody say hashtag let's rant. Hashtag let's rant. Hashtag let's rant. Thank you, everybody. Oh, oh, oh.